This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A Living History Production. Hi, and welcome to Peter Hart's Military History Podcast. History. History Podcast. Live from... Gallipoli. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm here with my great front friend. Front. Great front. I'm going to have to put my teeth back in. Hang on, listeners. Right. Hello, and welcome to Peter Hart's Military History Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, here we are in Gallipoli. Let's believe it or not, we've not been drinking. So... It's been a it's been a testing day in some ways, Gary. I mean, for you especially with your inability to speak throughout the entire day. <laughs> yeah, I seem to be running in Shergar's teeth. <laughs> oh dear. Oh well, anyway, it was a it was a um, different day today, Pete. Um, we got up nice and early, had early breakfast. What was that? Well, we were having a, a bit of a journey today. We were heading off to get to the port in time to get off to Imbros. The ferry. Um, the ferry. We changed the day around. Uh, on the advice of our partners in Turkey. Well, they told us that, that. They told us that if we went on Saturday, we wouldn't get on the they ferry. They told us we wouldn't get on the ferry. We wouldn't get on the ferry, they said, if we went on Saturday. So but if we went on Friday... Yep, so it, it was, we're looking forward with great anticipation. Um, the day started with a different coach which confused us, but we was told, no, we've thought ahead and we've got the coach in the queue. That's right. So we got there, changed coaches... Watched the ferry load and then watched it sail away without us. And, but but we, we were were we miles behind. We were the last vehicle uh, in the queue not to get on. So sorry, the yeah. first vehicle. That um, was a bit unlucky. Wasn't yeah, it? that was a bit. So then let's oh, let's this... head off to um, Etchabat and we'll get across. We, we got Plan B, plan which B. was a day in Kumkali. Great plan. Kumkali and uh, o- Okinaya Port and all that. Yep. Yeah, lots Great to plan. do. Great plan, wasn't it? Yeah, then we missed the ferry from Etchabat. It had gone by the time we got there. So, so uh-huh. we'll head up to the ferry at Kilid Bahia. Nothing, we, nothing could go wrong. We joined the queue. We joined the queue. We moved with great excitement. We moved with increasing great excitement. And then the ferry left three vehicles in front of us. No. Yep. I remember that happening. I remember thinking, well, oh dear, listeners, I thought. But the major advantage was... There was going to be another ferry in 10 minutes because Hooray! they were no longer working to a timetable. And we got on it. Well, that was a surprise to us all by this time. Unfortunately, it sank. No, it didn't. Oh, no, sorry, bit. that's in my imagination. So, 
we got across to the Asian side of the Straits, which is uh, Chernakale. To Chernakale, and then we, uh, on the way down to Kumkali, we uh, we went to a, an observation point that, that we didn't realise was there last time. No, we, we didn't. There. It was uh, just uh, past Dardanus. I packed up just before you get to a big bridgey thing. A big British thing. Yes, well, technical terms. I know they fool you. Uh, but it was uh, it was a fantastic view across to uh, Achibaba and to Kilid Bahir. Um, and uh, everyone was quite excited about it. They took photographs and the mood was gradually moving from one of uh, amused uh, res- res- resignation to actual excitement and, and enjoying a, g- a great day, which is what was going to happen. Well, it gave a different perspective. People could see the lighthouse at Hellis. They could see the uh, Hellas Memorial, the Turkish Memorial, and they could actually sort of plot the the, the route that they'd been travelling on two and three days before. Um, you could see the uh, the heights of, of Atibaba. Um, and so I think it I think it was really good to get that perspective. Yeah, and, and it was funny because uh, Dudle said, said said that if you were doing a middle, military group, you'd probably start from over there so they could get the outline. And yeah. I, in some ways, but not for not for a civilian group in in the sense that you want to get stuck into the landing rather than looking at uh, the overview first. But it was good, and we went on from there, uh, drove uh, drove through. Uh, Troy, with Troy to our left, which a lot of us couldn't spot properly. Which we're... means windy. Windy, it does. Take me Ed- back educated. to the windy city. Doesn't quite go, does it? No. Just got in from the Troy city. Same sort of thing. Yeah. You do like Doris Day, though. You mentioned that several times. Yeah. James Thompson reminds me of her. Yes, <laughs> he has that sort of... It's the way he walks, I think, mainly. And the fact that his flies are at the moment broke. Um, now, um, so where were we? Uh, well, we made a brief stop, didn't we? We went through the new Carly. Uh, that's right. And then we stopped at the cemetery. Oh, that's good. Now, that's a cemetery on a... On a it's not a big hill, is it? No, but it over, It's got a tactically significant position overlooking the ground between Okinaya Fort and Kumkali Fort. Yeah. Uh, and we, well, from there, we went through the French campaign. We pointed out that the French are actually facing just a... a not a very strong force at all in the actual landing, but that within easy reach were several battalions who uh, attacked them very hard that night. And we, we, we pondered on the, the British character, which, uh, which was basically that the French had to attack there because the British couldn't have the Turks firing into their backs for, for one day while they captured Achibaba. When they failed to capture Achibaba, it was perfectly all right to, for the French to have them firing into V Beach and their, their right-hand side all through the campaign. Uh, and we yeah. pondered on that a little. But you made a very good point, Peter. The, the French were professional, seasoned campaigners throughout their history. Uh, they would, they'd probably been involved in more wars than we had. Uh, so they, under- they understood the significance of what they were doing, both on the 25th of April and then subsequently the position of honour that they were granted by the British on the right. So we chatted about that, and uh, that that was it. it I, I, I've been to that cemetery before, but they've cleared it, and 
I really enjoyed that this time. I felt the trenches were clear, yeah. well defined. Yeah. You could see what they could see at the time. You could look over. You can't visit the Kamkali Fort. And a lot of people ask why not. It's because it's still a military observation, a military area, and you're just not allowed there under any circumstances. So you cannot go to the old Kamkali Fort. And as Bullent said, the army still plays a significant role in Turkish society. So, you know, they, they do have areas where civilians are not permitted. And fair enough. Yeah. That's their country. Now, uh, so where do we go next? Well, we went to Okinawa Fort. Well, if I could stop you. Oh, of if, course. I, if I may. You may. Um, you also pointed out, and I thought it was a great thing to, to, for you to do, that there was some shipping that we could see from that position. And you pointed out that that was likely to be the sort of view that the, the Turkish would have of the British fleet as it entered into the mouth, uh, into the straits. And with the you know modern shipping going up and down, you can actually imagine that because some of those ships were, were large, massive ships that we saw, and it, and it, you just close your eyes and you can see it. Almost as if you were there. It's almost as if you were there, so, even though you were. So what you're saying is, if you close your eyes, it's yeah. almost as if you can see it. Yes, even though you can't. Gotcha. Right. Um, so where we go from that? Well, what we did there is went to Okinawa Fort. Yeah. Uh, and that. That, that's always been a favourite thing of mine. It's a uh, grand old, it's, and it's unspoiled. A lot of the others have been titivated, uh, to use a technical term again, uh, but this one hasn't. It's very much as it was. In fact, the only people who seem to have been there is uh, some Turks making a, a documentary, and another bunch seem to have made a film there. Yeah. And uh, they've left some of the old guns there. But the actual old gun positions are quite imposingly big, aren't they? The view. And, and there was also, on the right-hand side, or on the north side, of uh, the, the fort, there's a six-inch gun which we looked at with 1901 breech-loading six-inch gun, uh, wire wound or something, and it's clearly from a British ship that that, that, one of, that we'd sold them a pre-dreadnought. Uh, uh, but what did we think about the view? Who could it hit easiest? Was it? Uh, we always used to moan about uh, shells crashing down on W Beach, but when you actually looked, it was easier for them to hit somewhere else. Where was that? The French. The French on V Beach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was shooting straight into their back. No, no, ob- there, was, there was no obstacle. It's a clear line of sight. Whereas W Beach was more of an angle, and yeah. sl- and the cliff was in the way a bit, and that was interesting. And uh, it always makes you think. Then we went and looked at uh, the went down the range. Oh no! First, the pretend guns. Oh, sorry, you're going to was- talk about those. Yes, there was, there was much. <laughs> one or two of them were just pathetic, and well, one or two of them were were moving about in the wind they're that light uh, there was there was quite a good one which wasn't there last time we were there it, it was made of metal it was made of metal and, and it looked real until you tapped it and yeah. you, immediately you could tell as uh, Duddle said if it fired actually oh. if you put a banger down it it would probably blow it up yeah. but it was metal and it did look good didn't it yeah, I mean, a couple of the, the the fake guns that have been used for the filming, uh, clearly they, they had some uh, large budgets because they, they are quite realistic till you get up close. Yeah, good stuff. It's good it? stuff. And then we went to the range, and this is where you and Duddles came for. Duddles, a colonel of massive experience in the Royal Military Police, they often had executions, I believe. It was, <laughs> it rarely a day. They didn't really have rifle range. They just practised on shooting prisoners, as far as I understand. But... Uh, but um, you and he dealt with it. And he did what he... We sort of found the firing point, one of the firing points. Yeah, there would have been more than one firing And point. the range was about, 
we discovered it was a 140 yards or 130 40 yards long, and that was the uh, apparently the Turkish measurement was of 100 yeah. sausages. Well, yeah, the Turkish measurement they don't at the time didn't measure in you know the same as we did in yards or indeed meters, so it was about a yard and a half per standard Turkish uh, measurement. So we thought that was about 150 meters for the range from the prone position. Uh, but we think they would have fired from behind that and they then did. moved down the range uh, to, to fire at different uh, different lengths. And it still has the butts. Uh, it, actually, it, if you cleared out the vegetation, the butts look like they could still work. But certainly the one on the right hand side. Yeah. And, and there we had a two-part thing. One, uh, Duddles explained the range, the workings and how it worked. And then you... <laughs> Explained what it was like to be, to in, be the in the butts. Yeah. And one thing you said, it's always a, a, it's quite scary. Yeah. Well, when it when the the round hits the sand, it makes a noise. And how old were you? I was sixteen. Because you um, were in which? I joined. I joined uh, a junior leaders battalion when I was sixteen years old. The, these are the people that are producing the future leaders of the uh, army. I believe. Yes. I wonder where this is going. I just wondered how, how it went for you. It didn't go that well, really, did it? <laughs> but. Uh, and it's hard work, you know, because you can't say, oh, I can't lift this, Sergeant, I'm a bit tired. You know, you lift, you lift. You know, then they shoot, and they want to know whether or not they've hit, so you've got to mark it, and then... Uh, you, you said you had to, to uh, patch up each... Yeah, so after sort of three or four rounds, you would patch, uh, and you'd get like a jar of glue, literally a jar of glue and a paintbrush, and coloured paper to stick on. Um, I used to stick the wrong colour on Deliberately. Deliberately. But uh, it was hard work in the butts. Um, and scared. Well, not scared, but yeah, it, for a young lad, it was... Yeah, because you've got you've to raise the target, and uh, it's done by counterweight, obviously. And uh, it is heavy. But it, 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 I mean, that range, you can, you can see it's a range. That's what it is. And it's obvious that it's a range, and it's obvious that it's butts. I've only been on a range once, and they gave a demonstration of a, um, a German machine gun firing into into this like a sandbank that's yeah. behind this but and uh, it was terrifying the impact of the bullets makes you realize just what it's like and it's not it's enough to cut you in two smash you to bits it, it's t- absolutely terrifying the power of the yeah. bullets now from there we went up to uh, at the well, high point it's sort of observation it's an post, OP, isn't isn't it? really it, it, and uh, it's <laughs> had the usual fun Blent has a, a long route, and I, I have a, a shorter route, which is actually perfectly safe, but which people who know me won't follow me. Yeah, and you, you very kindly climbed up the roof out of the way and allowed others to tell the customers where the uh, barbed wire was. <laughs> but no, we climbed up there, looked Oops. across Oops. to... Looked across well, this to be Troy. In my assessment, management assessment. I'm trying to lift the podcast, Pete. Sorry, we looked across to Troy, ancient Troy. Yeah, we Rogers. had a stirring in our loins. Yeah, and uh, but we remembered he... uh, that that, uh, 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 that wonderful reading of the poem by uh, James Thompson, the Patrick Shaw Stewart's poem, standing in the trenches. Yes, and, yeah. and and all the stuff in there about looking across to Troy, and that's. That's what they did. These officers have been educated at Eton, and Alex Churchill had reminded us that so many of them have been taught Latin, Latin literature, and when they saw, they were all almost obsessed with Troy. So that was that was good fun, wasn't it? And then basically we went back to the coach, didn't yeah. we? And then drove back into uh, well, we had something new in mind, didn't we? Uh, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we now, dro- we stopped at a new. Newly opened, I think, 
a recreational area containing uh, a museum and some forts. Hamidia Fort. Which pre uh, previously, uh, last time I was here, was, was all boarded up because they were doing the work. Now, we were disappointed in the morning not to see some of the guns out in the fields that we'd seen previously. Well, that's right. There was a field that had six Turkish guns and just past new Kumkali. And we used to love it, didn't we? Because yeah. it was just so natural, as you said to, at the time. You said, uh, some of you were talking about being au natural anyway. Mm. Uh, I presume you meant the I guns did. were in their so natural state. We had a very nice lunch with a, a good uh, friend of um, Murat. 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 And, uh, he looked smashing, up. He, yeah, I mean, he really looked after us well because uh, Belent had thoughtfully told him we might might be going there for, for coffee. coffee, and then and we three then ordered three burger minutes, and no, chips. three minutes before we arrived. He said oh, they might be going to order uh, meatballs, uh, but he coped well. It was good, and I recommend uh, that uh, as a, as a stopping place. We then went uh, round. Uh, we wanted to walk around the walls. And that was a little bit of frustration for some of us because we weren't in the mood for a rather serious music. You had to walk around the walls to enter the museum. Yeah, it, only, it only cost 15 Turkish lira, which at this moment in time is probably only just over two quid. Isn't yeah, it? two pounds. So it wasn't much. So, But there are other areas there. They've recreated the Dardanelles in a little water feature. I didn't really uh, notice that. Roger, Roger went off that. and had a look at the model. So there's, there's things there, there's things for the kids. That was there's, free. There's fake aircraft oh they were I thought they were quite good they were an albatross one and an, mm. and an albatross C albatross a a one and a C one I think or something like that C one and C three anyway the two albatrosses weren't they oh I was looking for a couple of fuckers myself yeah you do like a fucker I do but they didn't have any so you have to be iron decker or you get confused I get confused you? otherwise yeah so then we went into the museum then the museum I think if you were going to give it Justice, you would probably need an hour, and we didn't have an hour. We didn't have an hour, and therefore, uh, I think we'll leave reviewing that till later. Yeah. Um, the view from the walls was spectacular, wasn't it? Uh, it was. Across, looking across to Dardanos and across the Straits and across. It was. I thought that was great. And again, the point about the ships coming up. Maybe. Yeah, because you've got two or three um, viewing platforms, so you, you do get slightly different perspective from each one. But uh, yeah, it, it's worth it. At the moment, uh, they were saying they're not getting many groups busy. They, they control because of the circumstances of the times we're in. I think that was, a, yes, that was a deal. Because they wouldn't... They wouldn't they, let more than five in at a time. And, and that was, you know, that was slightly difficult because it meant that I couldn't be anywhere near you. So after I'd legged it up the path 50 or 60 yards, you were still going in the first one as I was leaving. Yeah, that was very unfortunate. Well, it was very unfortunate. For both of us. But yeah, maybe next time we'll come. We'll give it a bit more time, and we will yeah, do it properly. Yeah, yeah, and review it properly because we'll, we'll probably do. It. Uh, now, so after that, what what did we do then? Well, it was getting late in the day then. Well, you were tired. You were. I was tired. We got a special evening out with our customers Shh, this evening. Don't, don't tell them about that. They'll um, all want to come. So uh, we we headed onto the coach and then headed towards the ferry. Uh, and again, uneventful, wonderful trip across with a very nice hot cup. About 20 minute cross to Kilibba yeah. here again. Yes. Uh, and then instead of just coming straight back to the hotel, we went to Killia Bay. We did. Which, that is the first time I've ever remembered its name in a podcast or anything. Uh, Killia Bay. Now, what, 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 this is different because surely that's well behind Turkish lines. And, and the Turks won in 1915 at Kilibba. Yeah, but as you know, often forgotten, mainly by the, uh, uh, the Turks for convenience. The war didn't end in 1915. The war ended in 1918, and the British occupied uh, the whole areas of uh, Helis 
all you know landed at the beach and they made a landing they landed on the, on the uh, 10th of November 1918 yeah I think the uh, the peace treaty was signed 30th of October sometime around there I'm, I'm weak on that it may be September I, I am sorry I should remember that and I believe that you, you effectively had an army of occupation there both the British and French right through all through Constantinople all through the main areas not Istanbul Sorry, I do apologise for my Turkish friends, Istanbul. Not Constantinople. <laughs> I do apologise for my Greek level. That reminds me of a song. <laughs> Istanbul, <laughs> Constantinople. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's for another day as well. Yes. Um, so yes, so uh, we, you know, we uh, we told the people that had come along with us because not everybody had come today. We told the people that had come along with us about the circumstances of uh, 1918, and there was a very pertinent question about how long the the uh, British, particularly, uh, occupied Turkey, and uh, you, well, you you put the point so eloquently in in how we were. Uh, you're about to be sarcastic again. How can you tell? It's the tone of your voice and your personality and the way you are and your, your character. And, this is and they're so just my good points. <laughs> <laughs> but effectively, we were there till what, 1922? 1922, the Chinak incident. Well, to simplify grossly, and it is gross, uh, by this time the the, the Turco Greek and uh, the Greek, Greek War of Independence, Turkish War of Independence, have been fought at. Uh, Kemal Ataturk, or whatever his name was at the time, had taken control, uh, and he offered the British outside if we didn't get out. Basically, I mean, it's simplified to a ludicrous degree. I'm not a historian of this period. Uh, He'd have been Mustafa Kemal then, because yes, he was father of the Turks. Once he was father of the Turks. Yeah, that would have been it. That would have been it. Yeah, that would have been it. You're quite right. Thank goodness I have someone to here to guide me through the footpaths of life. Uh, and uh, we, 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 we left. And, and this is where I tried to make the point about the Wheel of History, just so, so that Turks realise we're not just laughing. They, they won in 1915. By 1918, they, as Ataturk himself later, lost. He, they never, no one had ever lost so badly as Turks lost the First World War. But by 1922, they have regained control of their country, are in charge, and, and formed the, uh, the republic that, that exists to this day. And at that point, you would say, had won? And at that point, the wheel of history has changed again. So it depends when you stop the wheel of history. And, it, of course, it's still turning. No one knows what's going to happen in the future. Well, I you, do. You do, yeah, of course. But I just uh, won't tell you. Yeah. Well, that, that's what you say. That's why you win so much money on horses, I believe. <laughs> Every if Saturday only. with your uncle. <laughs> if only. <laughs> so uh, so that, that's it. And what, what have we got planned for this evening? Well, this evening, it's a special evening. We're going to head into Etchabat and staying at the Cum Hotel, which is a lovely hotel. It is a lovely, lovely hotel. hotel. We, there are um, other hotels. Um, but we just think that it would be good to get into Etchabat and... Uh, meet some friends. Meet some friends. Uh, we're going to meet Bill Sellers, I believe. Uh, we'll have a night out with... Uh, uh, that's where uh, uh, Bolent lives, Bolent Yorkmas, so it'd be So great we're going to go to the uh, Limon restaurant in That'd Etchabat. Nice. And it'll be lovely, yeah. And then we'll we go to the beach bar. Uh, and then hopefully... We'll be back here for about half past ten and then out tomorrow for Anzac 2. Anzac 2. The return. My hand's trembling. I'm looking forward to it. Cheers, Gary. Cheers, Kate. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to learn more about each episode. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you have a couple of options. You can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee forward slash PGMH or consider subscribing to the podcast for only £2 per month and get ad-free listening and bonus content. You can find links for both on our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Sounds great, doesn't it?